It's the main ingredient on 680 CGOB. Kevin Bergen here. The last segment, I'll be talking to Brandon and Lewis, my two buddies from Prairie Box, who have made some big moves this summer, and they want to talk about it. But up first, it's Justin Guest from Brown Social House, which recently opened its third location in Winnipeg across from Bell MTS Place. So if you haven't been to Brown's and are wondering what it's like, this interview is for you. So let's talk about uh, Brown Social House, how and where it began. Okay, so Brown Social House is a BC-based company, and it started in 2004, just outside of Vancouver. Um, pretty much it was created by a you know pretty successful entrepreneur out there in the restaurant business uh, named Scott Morrison, who was responsible for creating another kind of chain out there. Yep. And... You know, he kind of had the idea and the premise of, you know, doing more and less, a smaller setup, if you will. And that's kind of where the idea from Brown's comes from, that uh, premium casual dining in the neighborhood pub setting. Mm -hmm. So how do you take those big buildings with, you know, that quality and expectations that we all have and put them in that next door tiny pub where we can just go for, you know, to watch the game after work or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of where it started and kind of branched out from there as, you know, franchisees and investors kind of got wind of it and started pulling it outside of BC, uh, starting pretty much in Saskatchewan and, you know, evolving into Alberta and Manitoba was the, the latest kind of uh, outreach. And then soon enough, we're going to be going, I think, in the next year or so further east. So furthest east you are now is here, Winnipeg? Technically, there is one in Aaron Mills, Ontario, mm-hmm. which is a, a corporate-ran office, right? Trying to get, uh, you know, the brand up and running out there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, word has it that there is a, a soon to be a few more opening up in Ottawa, I believe, in the next bit. Oh, that'd be good, yeah. yeah. You know, we have those nice little sitting areas where yeah. you kind of wait, and because of the, the small intimacy of the restaurant, mm-hmm. everyone can see everyone. Yeah. So imagine if your neighborhood had a big uh, local neighborhood gathering, a barbecue or, you know, a drinks or anything like that. That's what happens there. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be sitting there and you'll know everybody coming in because it's from your community. Right. And we find people just kind of connect and go from there. That's nice. Uh, okay, let's talk about the name. Where did okay, the name so come from? The name of Brown Social House is kind of a, a fun one. Um, Scott actually got the idea of, uh, you know, he was thinking for a while and just couldn't land on anything. So he got out the yellow pages and actually just uh, decided to flip and find a name. And the first one he landed on, I don't think he really liked very much. And so... Asked for a mulligan and went again and uh, landed on Browns. It fit. It worked. Are you serious? That's where it came from. <laughs> Sometimes you just get that idea and it works. <laughs> Which is hilarious, right? Sometimes if you overthink the name, it just becomes t- too tedious and it takes you forever to right. choose one, right? It becomes like if the name defines the restaurant or the restaurant really should define the name. Now, if the name really was just something simple, right. then we have more to actually focus on. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. Um, how did you get involved? Maybe you can give us a little bit about your background. Okay, well, I am, you know, born and raised in Winnipeg, yeah, on the Transcona side for sure. Mm-hmm. So I have been involved in hospitality for the last few years. Yep. Um, through different brands and you know different events and throughout the city. And you know, I actually had a a friend of mine. Actually, she met me and we sat down and we were talking, and she had just been got involved with. You know, Brown's opening up in Transcona would be the first one in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. That was in 2014. And asked me if I'd be interested in kind of, um, you know, hearing them out, seeing what they're about, because we were about to open a second location on North Main. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after, I remember it very clearly, because the Jets have just made the playoffs. And I remember where I was sitting and her going about, you should consider this new restaurant chain. And I said, well, let's go hear what it's about and see where it goes from there. And I had actually met a couple of guys who were starting it up here in Winnipeg and... 
I got to go see the main street as it was being built from ground up and fell for it. Like it was something. Like mm-hmm. it was something completely different than what I've been used to seeing. Um, you know, Winnipeg had a lot of um, what I like to call destination restaurants. You know, if you're at Polo Park, for example, there's lots of restaurants around there. If you're at St. Vitel, lots of restaurants around there. But this was a restaurant that was being built in the Mabel- middle of a neighborhood on North Main, where there hasn't been a restaurant forever. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed to pique my interest. So, uh, yeah, we talked about that. And I got involved with the opening team of making that one uh, a success. And it kind of grew to be even bigger than it was then. And it's doing really well. Yeah. So uh, I just kind of took and ran with it. I got to tell you, it caught me by surprise going in there. I did like the whole uh, atmosphere of the restaurant. Yeah. And uh, obviously I had a lot of questions for you when I came in there. But, By all means. You know, yeah. Let's talk about the community itself. Like I said, typically a restaurant like that wouldn't be in that area. So how has mm-hmm. the community received your restaurant? Well, I think the community has kind of reached out to us really positively. You know, the, the way Browns is situated is given its size and how intimate it can get, it allows me and my other staff and, you know, everyone at all stores to kind of have a direct relationship. It's not just the, hi, welcome to Browns, here's your table, here's this, till you leave. It's actually, hi, I'm Justin as a person from Transcona. You're also from Transcona. What are we doing here? What do you like about it? Where does it go? Mm-hmm. And we find that kind of goes beyond those four walls of just Browns as a building. Uh, I know for myself, I can walk into Sobeys right down the street and I'll be recognized from somebody who's just working there asking if the restaurant needs something or, hey, I really loved this. Uh, and I, I'm just there shopping for me. Yeah, which is awesome. Which, which is, which is great. Like yep. that's, that's really what we're looking for, that, that community recognition. Um, and again, like I said, I, I have staff um, at both stores. And you know, Jay comes to mind of how he used to go to the LC very often to grab products for Browns um, right across the street, which is always convenient. Mm-hmm. And I went in there once after him and I actually had somebody ask me for recipes on how to make this drink or that drink because he just has that connection with the people that walk in there mm-hmm. and like I said to, to have somebody in the LC ask you for advice uh, really shows a trust and an establishment mm-hmm. and that's kind of what we're seeing um, I can go out and be recognized as a, a brown representative just like any one of our staff and I think that's what keeps us so close and kind of makes us successful the best part about that the story of the LC story yeah. is that someone's asking him for recipe and he keeps bringing them. Yeah. No kidding. Right. Yeah. Like he just, it's a, that's a nice connection there. It goes somewhere, mm-hmm. which is nice. It means that Jay told the manager of the LC one recipe who the manager of the LC t- has an outreach to everyone who's coming to buy those ingredients mm-hmm. to tell them those recipes. Mm-hmm. And like, these aren't necessarily Brown's recipes at all. These are just communication. Like yep. that is the whole point of having that, bar interaction of like, hi, my name's Jay. Hi, I'm Nikki. And actually have those communications and have those relationships to just become friends because friends become regular guests who add to our atmosphere, who create the buzz of what a social house is. And that's it. That's the the premise of all of it. We'll talk more about the design of Brown Social House with Justin Guest after we take a quick break. Back shortly. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. I'm talking with Justin Guest from Brown Social House, which has three locations in Winnipeg. And now we're talking about how it got its design. Yeah, so it's, the way we describe it is it, it's timeless yet contemporary, right? There's, we, we kind of look at, you know, what are those things that are going to last forever? And the way the bar is set up, the bar is right in the middle. There's never really a thought to say, hey, maybe in five years we'll tear this out, we'll move this here, move that there. No, it's simple. Bar's in the middle. 
We have subway tiles on the wall because they're timeless. Edison light bulbs because it's timeless. Mm-hmm. But USB ports underneath the bar because it's t- contemporary and needed. Right. right? Leather is going to be seating everywhere with, you know, aged walnut tables. Um, we focus on the quality, which adds to the atmosphere, promotes conversation. Uh, I'm not sure if you notice it, but even around the room, there's small little tidbits of things mm-hmm. just to kind of pique people's interest and ask. Like we're looking for ways to create socializing. Right, conversation. Brand, yeah, and that's yeah. really what it comes down to. So when it comes to the designs, and they're, they're designed on the West Coast in BC, and we try to you know, utilize a lot of those styles and you know, a couple of other things. Uh, it's always from that standpoint of like what would work and what would actually add to the atmosphere and promote talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's actually like a lot of cool things in both the restaurants for you may only see it in that one seat. You know, I just finished saying that every seat can see every seat, but sometimes there's those special ones that go, you got to look straight up and go, I can't believe that's up there. Mm-hmm. Is that really what that is? That is exactly <laughs> what that is. Or the, uh, the whole purse thing, the whole purse yeah, the hooks under the underneath, table. right? That's kind of slick. It's, it's I don't have a purse, but I thought it was a really <laughs> Thanks, good idea. what have you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that seems so simple, but just does so much more, mm-hmm. right? To say, you know, you have, uh, the, the great thing about Browns, of course, is that we could have all sorts of different groups at different times of day for different types of purposes. You know, we had retirement parties and then later at night, a bachelorette party mm-hmm. right in the same spot where having all those bags had give the option to say, hey, just hang them on the hooks underneath. You could see the eyes light up of like, why is that so brilliant? And why hasn't people done that? Right, totally. It's <laughs> it's those small things, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about the USB ports under the bar. Yeah. I feel the same way about the TVs and the washrooms. It's it's all those things of that just makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, okay, so no, no matter how cool and funky a restaurant is, no mm-hmm. matter how cool the atmosphere is, no matter how great it looks, it all comes down to the food. Definitely. Right, you got to have great food. So I came there with my wife and my daughter. I had a poke bowl. Yeah. My wife had the, was it the, the, the cowgirl? The cowgirl salad. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought they were great. So mm-hmm. let's, let's talk about the menu a bit. For sure. So Brown's whole approach on this is kind of that fusion style of a West Coast comfort food, mm-hmm. right, with a high quality pub food. And that's where we kind of find ourselves in the middle of it. So like even with like the tuna poke bowl, that is a just screaming fresh West Coast item. Mm-hmm. And to be able to put it beside, you know, dry ribs and wings and, you know, calamari um, kind of creates a unique dynamic. So what was important for us is to make sure that we hit first and foremost quality. Right? Like that's the end all about browns. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure we get the best ingredients. We want to make sure we build it from, you know, base up. Um, and give that best presentation to showcase that. You know, so if we looked at even you know the tuna poke bowl or um, you know the cowgirl salad, those are items that were created for you just right at those moments, right? Like the tuna there is chopped up, it's mixed, it's thrown on top, the avocado cut straight out of the avocado for your order, uh, where her salad is made piece by piece by piece just to make sure it works and is the best representation of food we can get. Right, you said your freezer is like tiny. It's super tiny. Yeah, considering some of the other chains and brands and restaurants I've been to, uh, where you can actually walk in a freezer, you can't at Browns. Really? Yeah, we don't try to freeze very much. Right? We <laughs> want to make sure it is fresh. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of always a fun kind of conversation to have. Where mm-hmm. I wish I could just take everyone around to show them back there. It's it's a big fridge to ensure that we have everything prepared and ready to go. Right, you'd have to. If exactly. you have a tiny freezer, then you got to exactly. have a fridge, right? right? So we spend a lot of time making sure things are prepped and cleaned and ready and perfect. And uh, yeah, so we can deliver it the best we can. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you mentioned the bar being the focal point of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's a bit dead set in the middle. Which again, my first question to you because we had our daughter who's twelve yeah. was, "Are kids allowed in here?" Yeah, and right. you're like, "It's a family restaurant, of course, bring her in, right?" <laughs> um, how is that received? How do people usually? Is that it, of- it's you actually you're not. You won't be the first one to ask that question. Yeah. A lot of people kind of come in and go like, oh, am I allowed to bring kids in here? Right. Because that uh, premise has been set. Mm-hmm. People realize there's some restaurants that look very similar or have a different atmosphere that that's not what they want. And for us, first and foremost, we're a neighborhood restaurant. Mm-hmm. We want you to feel comfortable to bring your family there, to bring grandma and mom on Mother's Day, and to bring the boys to watch the game at night. It doesn't matter what. So yeah, kids can come in, no problem. Uh, one of my favorite stories actually was when we opened the North Main store. I came in one day um, behind the bar, and the whole bar around was a kids' pee wee baseball team. Like it was really like Are one of the bears. Yeah, I swear. Like it was like the actually bad news bears around. Exactly the bar. that. <laughs> and I'm looking around, and I could think it crossed my mind how some places just probably wouldn't receive that very well. Mm-hmm. And for us at Browns, it was looked at as being like, what a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Because that is the importance. They're going to go home and tell mom and dad how they won the game. And got to sit at the bar and drink unlimited iced teas and chocolate milks and what have you. Then uh, the parents are going to call you because they're bugged right out. No yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it was such a cool experience just to see that. Yeah, that and that nice. something so simple is the f- showcase of that brand. It's high-quality experiences yeah. for everyone. No, for sure. Because usually in, in most restaurants, it's always separated, right? The lounge is, mm. is a totally different area of the restaurant, and then the restaurant has its own thing. So it's kind right. of a, yeah. a neat thing to have it all in one place. So like you can... You know, think of restaurants that you've been to where, you know, the second you get in there, you're taken on a, a journey behind the hostess around corridors, around the back to a table that might be just kind of secluded and hidden, mm-hmm. which, you know, might work. But for Browns, it's all about being connected. It's a small venue that has big things inside of it. And what makes that is the way that, you know, our guests and our patrons connect with the staff and each other. Uh, I'm not kidding when I say that you can sit there and you can see every other table. And that's important, mm-hmm. right? So, it's a, a really cool experience when, you know, you have Canada in the Olympics and you put it on and the, Olymp- the anthem starts playing and you actually have people get up and start singing it and people clapping on the other side. And what you just thought was, you know, a celebration of party in the corner just makes it a larger experience. It's because of how open it is. Yeah, that is awesome. Seriously, mm. right? Um, who was the girl that was serving us that day? Uh, Kayla. She's yeah. super nice. Wasn't she, was, she? She was really good. I, we really, yeah. we really liked her. She was really good at what she did. Yeah, she, uh, she's kind of that uh, jack of all trades. Like she's mm-hmm. between both stores right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we, uh, we could all use a little bit more Kayla. She actually uh, makes my day a little easier. Mm-hmm. So pleasant. Uh huh. We're gonna take a break for sports news and weather, and then coming back to talk more with Justin about Brown Social House and, of course, what kind of beer they serve. I should have asked that first. Back with more main ingredients. Sure. I can never bring a restaurant in studio unless they serve great beer. So that's my next line of questions for Justin from Brown Social House. All right. So beer. If you've listened to the show before, you know my love for beer runs deep. I think beer runs through my veins. Um, so let's talk about Brown Social House's uh, beer lineup. I know you guys have some good things coming. Or good things in store right now. Yeah. So this is a huge passion for us as well. Um, we think that's kind of beer is a big portion of our, you know, our demographic and our market and allows to uh, enjoy a lot of our products there. So the big thing for us is our house beer, um, which as far as I know, this is like an industry exclusive for a brand our size. Mm-hmm. So our social lager house beer is brewed exclusively for Brown Social House by Granville Islands Brewery back in Vancouver because nice. we're a Vancouver based company. Mm-hmm. So we thought that's a great pairing. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, what makes it so special is that it's not a rebranded beer that, you know, some other places may have. Um, but for us, it really took Brown's Restaurant Group meeting with Granville Islands and discussing and planning and being able to put together what we like to call the official beer of conversation. You know, that all-around beer that everyone can come in, enjoy, and kind of build on. So what's great about that is it's your traditional lager. You know, it's uh, got that nice, light, malty, honey aroma to it and finishes very uh, very smooth, you know, low carbonation mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of, um, what I like to say, entry beer to just enjoy a good time. But mm-hmm. if you're there watching the Jets play or, you know, the, the Bombers, uh, it's that perfect pitcher beer to kind of pass around the guys because you know you'll have a unanimous enjoyment for it. So that's a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Um, for our other lineups, we like to partner up with Granville on a couple other things for, you know, either a seasonal beer that kind of changes with us five times a year or, you know, the one season in Winnipeg, really. But we'll try to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> There's two seasons, winter and construction. You know yeah, that's right. Yeah, good. <laughs> Come on. So we'll have a, a bunch for there and, uh, you know, a rotating tap, which is kind of a new, kind of a, a happy thing for me because we're going to be kind of pairing up soon enough with a local brewery, which will be the first local brewery on our rotating line in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. So that's that's cool to see that we'll be seeing that little brown jug show up, um, which is important for me as well, because I think with the downtown location soon enough to open, uh, to have a local exchange beer is kind of cool to build on as well. Everyone can appreciate a great cocktail, right? And I know you guys do cocktails, right? Uh, so let's talk about some of the fresh cocktails that you guys make at Brown's. For sure. So, you know, like our food, uh, sourcing out fresh ingredients is the key to everything. Before cocktails and drinks were uh, were an afterthought. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You were there for the food and people just thought, hey, you just throw in some rye, a rye and a Coke or whatever goes in it. Now it's a serious game when it comes to the freshness of cocktails. So you got to build them right. Yeah, exactly. The craft cocktail market is, is booming. It's up and coming. Monstrous. People, they want to see this build and what it takes. And it's no longer the... Margarita Slurpee machine that just kind of like remember that? you throw tequila on top and <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, so for us, like, hey, even touching on like our margaritas, like we do a classic shaken margarita uh, built over ice with hand squeezed lime juice. There's no lime Kool-Aid in that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, agave sweetener, right? Easy tequila, egg whites, you know, the traditional Egg whites, style. really? Egg whites, which is, again, almost unheard of for a brand our size. Mm-hmm. So when you get this margarita in front of you, it is a thick, frothy cocktail. Mm-hmm. And you actually see somebody behind there squeezing by hand this lime to pretty much fill it up. You know, even when it comes to flavored margaritas, like we have a raspberry margarita that actually is just, we're adding and mixing some raspberry in there. No raspberry syrups, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So that is big and fresh for sure. Uh, when it comes to some of our other cocktails, and again, we have different seasonal things that go with our menus. Like we found ourselves making at times like a house-made cranberry cinnamon syrup to actually make a nice cranberry-based vodka cocktail. That'd be nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love cranberry seasonal. and cinnamon too. Great things together. Yeah, we made a uh, like a winter bramble martini once with you know some pumpkin syrups as well as having some tequila in there. Tasted like Thanksgiving in a glass. Fantastic. I know it's mid-afternoon, but I really want to go drink now. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of the point of it all, right? <laughs> Don't- <laughs> so when it came from like mojitos to anything, even just our own Brown's old fashioned styles, where we actually are going to put sugar in there and actually grind up some sugar, mm-hmm. uh, it's just not found in a restaurant of, you know, these sizes across Canada. Mm-hmm. So because we're so small and intimate, it's nice to have that relationship to say, I'll make this drink for you and enjoy as I make it for you. So it's good. Nice. Let's talk about something new with Brown's. Let's talk about the new Brown's location, downtown, Alt Hotel. Across from 
Bell MTS place. Let's give it up. Give me the details. Okay, so yeah, we're we're getting to crunch time. Like we're gonna see that open up soon enough. Yep. Again, we're gonna see hopefully a late summer open. Mm-hmm. Um, what's great for us again, usually outside our usual demographic, we don't really find ourselves in big metropolitan areas. But how can you go wrong with downtown Winnipeg at the heart, really, of the city? Across from, like you said, Bell MTS Place with the jets and events and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be the largest Browns in Canada. Is that right? You know, it will be the biggest one. It's so strange because it goes, it, it is the exact opposite of what you guys were known mm-hmm. for, but the spot is is perfect, right? Yeah, it really is. Like when you think about it, downtown Winnipeg has its own neighborhood and environment and community all the same. It does. So, you just don't think of it that way. Exactly. So the base mantra of our, our brand and our business isn't that far different. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just nice to be able to bring those morals to downtown. So, you know, we'll see that. Outdoor patio right on the corner of Porridge and Donald, which will be nice. Mm-hmm. Fire pits outside, gorgeous. Inside, you're going to have that nice large bar setup. Uh, we're going to have probably the largest TV this side of the border on the wall, <laughs> which is incredible. Like yeah. when you see it, it's going to be something. Yeah. Uh, and I mean TV, not projector, nothing, anything like that. Like an this, actual TV. These are TV walls. Wow. Like it's fantastic. So we do have one at the Kildonan store right now, but this one's going to dwarf that one. And that says a lot. The one at Kildonan is huge? The one at Kildonan right now, yeah, is about, it's it's a good portion of that wall. Yeah. And that's a place to watch the game. I know like when we were watching the Stanley Cup playoffs and again, just the Bomber games the other day, like football looks amazing on these TVs. Mm-hmm. So soon enough for no, downtown. hockey's going to look. That's yeah. exactly it, right? Yeah. You're going to get a better view of that goal maybe than across the, <laughs> across the street. So, and that's, a, that's high praise in Winnipeg to say. For sure. So that's a big deal for me. And for Browns to say... Here's a Vancouver-based company, and now one of our flagship stores is going to be found in the heart of Winnipeg. Why Winnipeg? I think it's just working with us, right? It's just a, a you know a very tight-knit community-based city. Right? You can see our whole city is segregated into certain areas, mm-hmm. from Transcona to Charleswood to St. Fatale. And so our brand thrives in small areas of Transcona, East Kildonan. And it just it grows very well that way. So you know, very similar to how Vancouver is a, a mixture of small towns, if you will. For sure, yeah. Right? It thrives well out there, and I think for Winnipeg and for the energy and the passion that goes down for you know the Jets and downtown Winnipeg, mm-hmm. uh, really pairs well with our passion for quality food, quality drinks, and big service. Mm, well said. Um, let's remind people of your two current locations where they are, mm-hmm. and tell them exactly where the new location is going to be. Okay, so the two locations right now, we have the Transcona Kildonan Green location on Plessy's Road. The first Brown Social House here in Manitoba, Mm -hmm. as well as we have our second, which is on North Main under the Ridgecrest area, right about one block north of Chief Peguis. Mm -hmm. The third location for Brown's Portage is right on the corner of Portage and Donald, across the street from the Bell MTS place, uh, right attached to the Alt Hotel, right at center point. I'm going to test that one out for you. I'm going to come in and test it out and make sure everything's up to par just for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to... I'm going to sacrifice for you and come in there. I, I know it might, you know, busy work and lifestyles and everything, but uh, I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> Making the time. I'm a giving kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Justin, for coming in. Hey, no problem. Thank you. That was Justin Guest from Brown Social House, the newest location on Portage Avenue across from Bell MTS Place. Have you tried Prairie Box Meal Subscription Service yet? If you're still wondering what Winnipeg's first and largest meal service is about, owners Brandon and Lewis are up after the break. Talk soon. The guys from Prairie Box have been on the main ingredient a few times, mainly because they are funny and they make great food. Brandon, Lewis. Hello. How are we? 
Great, doing great. Good afternoon. Wonderful. Thank you for having us. Good morning. Depends on when you're listening. Well, I guess depending. It could, yeah. Yeah, it could be morning or evening. Sure. I hope you're enjoying your supper. There you go. You can download the uh, the main ingredient podcast and listen to it wherever you are. Whenever. Look at this guy. He's just uh, you know you are you're you're my plug right there. <laughs> All right. So let's remind everybody who you are and what you guys do. Okay. So I'm Lewis, and this is my partner Brandon. Hello. And we run Prairie Box, which is uh, Winnipeg's first largest meal subscription company. So you might be wondering what that is. Basically, if you're too busy to make your meals or you don't want to cook or you can't cook during the week, what you do is you go onto our website and we will send you individually individually packaged, fresh, handmade meals uh, using, you know, real ingredients, no preservatives, and we'll deliver it right to your door and set you up for the week. So it's meal prep without... The person who's eating the food actually having to prep the food. That's correct. That's right. We're your, you know, we're your personal shopper. We're your chef. We're your cleanup crew. You know, we're we're the whole thing. I need my car fixed. Can you fix that too? I know a guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't need to fix your car. I'll deliver your food. <laughs> Just stay home, man. Whatever. <laughs> Why do you think people, more people have bought into it? Like, obviously, since you guys started, like I said, there's been more companies. Mm-hmm. More people are trying meal prep. Mm-hmm. Uh, more people are doing it themselves. But again, a lot of people are using the service, uh, the subscription service. Why do you think people have bought into that now? Because it's always existed for people that have yeah. been, you know, like you said, you brought up Arnold, whatever, but like bodybuilders or people that were into the fitness industry. They've always, you know, done their things ahead of time. Why do you think mainstream, regular people have done it now? Oh, I think there's a, there's a new kind of trust factor Right now, I mean, back then, you know, you hire a personal chef. You go and you meet him. You talk to him in person. You know, he cooks for 10 people that he knows who's referred to you by a friend. And, you know, everyone's, a lot of people are online these days. And, you know, we, we got, you know, you're back. We're, we're cooking for real people. So when people see us, it's, it's easy. They have the user experience. You go online. It's one step. Mm-hmm. You say you want food and we, and we bring you food. Right. You guys, so your, your it, site, you've made it easy for people. It's, yeah. it's easy. Said. They go on and it builds that trust. People try it one time and they know that it's good for them. I think also people just didn't really think it was a thing. Because it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't a thing. No. You know, right. like people would think meal prep. Yeah. Well, like Brandon said, like I'm no bodybuilder. Right. I don't have a million dollars to spend on sitting down with a with a private chef and having him, you know, make me all these special menus, you know. So everyone was really turned off by the idea, I think, of, you know, maybe it would be ultra expensive, it would be ultra time consuming. It would just, it's really like, uh, like an oblique idea, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, whereas these days, everybody, like Brandon said, again, is online. Um, So they have access, they just check it out. They see, wait a minute, this isn't, like this isn't complex. This isn't nine ninety nine a meal, and I just get them to my house. I didn't know you could do this, right? You know, so I think that's why more and more people are coming online. I mean, we still have to explain the concept to people, and that's what kind of what we're trying to trying to get forward right now is that like meal prep ain't crazy. It ain't for the rich. It ain't for the you know the one percent, whatever you want to call it. It's for everybody. Uh, it's accessible to everybody. Um, you know, and just with more and more access to the internet and all this information, you know, you can have fresh handmade meals, you know, even if, if you decide to cook them, then we say, you know, all, all the power to yeah, you. Do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and if, but if you, if you decide that that's not for you, then we'll do it for you. And it ain't going to cost an arm and a leg. <laughs> Don't you know, ain't, ain't a word. Ain't your mother ever tell you that? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, okay, so for you guys on the flip side, now you are the guys making meals for a ton of people. Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges to that? Well, work. 
I mean, I love working with Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, you know what? Each week is a, is a new challenge. We come up with a fresh menu mm-hmm. every week. And, uh, you know, one bonus to subscribers, it's something new and interesting. Bonus to us is that it keeps us very interesting in the kitchen as well. So, you know, we're cooking thousands of meals for one batch, you know, so to, to make sure that we have, you know, the right consistency, the right, uh, the right portion, make sure we're not ordering way too much. Right. You know, it can get, uh, it can get a little tricky sometimes, but, uh, well, not only that is sometimes it's just finding the ingredients, right. For these, for these numbers that we're doing, it's, it's sometimes it's a challenge finding, you know, delicious, wholesome, healthy ingredients that we would want to eat in, in such large quantities, right? Right. Especially for a meal, let's say you made a certain thing was on your menu two months before, but now, you know, you want to make it again yep. and finding the ingredients that you got, you know, the time before, is that sometimes a challenge? Well, three weeks ago, we were looking for cilantro. I mean, cilantro, you find it everywhere. Yeah. Right? The city was sold out as crazy. Lewis, I think, you yeah. know, we went to our supplier, we went to the farmer's markets, and Lewis drove around the entire city going to every grocery to sh- store. I swear, it was crazy. Some and back alley with a guy on a it, 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 almost, it almost turned into a joke, <laughs> like, you know, after a while. Cilantro. <laughs> First bushel's free. <laughs> Wow, yeah. You know, so something simple as that. It's uh, Yeah. And, you um, can turn the day around real quick. Let's talk about your new digs. We got a new thing yeah. going on. You guys got a bunch of stuff. A lot, nice. of, a lot of pans in the oh, fire. Lord. So let's talk about um, what's going on with your new place. Uh, okay, you guys are so polite. Yeah, um, you, how about you? Would you know. like to go? Well, we, uh, yeah. So listen. <laughs> it's exciting. It's, <laughs> it's super exciting. Yeah. we. Uh, so for the last year, we've been renting a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been, it's been good. But we've just eventually yeah. grown, outgrown it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which so was the plan, probably, right? It was totally the plan. the plan. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we were fortunate to have the rental kitchen, you know, available to us when we need it. But, huge. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. huge. I mean, that was a massive, a massive bonus. Um, so kudos to Paul, if you're listening. Uh, Bobby. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we but did. But we don't need you no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the curb. No, uh, realistically, uh, you know, it was amazing. And now we've, we've outgrown it. So we found a space, 1549 Grant Avenue, mm-hmm. formerly Prepared Pleasures uh, Catering Company. Um, so we've taken that over. And uh, we now have our own dedicated kitchen. Um, so we're just going to be, you know, foot on the gas here. It's fun. It, it operates in, in a multiple, you know, scenarios here. We have our room to grow to do whatever we want. Now we can cook seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, okay. So right, you guys were cooking Saturday was the yeah, day. Yeah, just yes. one day. So so now you guys cook more than that. Was, was the reason well, Saturday was the day? Was because that the only we that's the day you rented can. that kitchen. That was yeah. right. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So Got it. the opportunity is there now. Yep. And uh, we have a an amazing second half of the the building, which is our front. Which is our front showcase area? Yeah, the showcase. What does a showcase mean? What is a showcase? The showcase. So we have this storefront, Prairie Box, as everybody knows, exists online. We now have access to about a 700 foot storefront. So what we decided to do is we're going to turn that into a showcase of Manitoba ingredients, food, and products. Right, so we've already spoken with uh, Dustin at Lord of the Pies. If you haven't checked this guy out, check him oh, out. His mm-hmm. his pies are all buttercrust. They're incredible. Yeah, they're good, huh? They're so good. Yeah. Um, and, and he's uh, a cool guy. He's a really good guy. Yeah, like exactly. he texts me, I'm with the Prairie Box guys right now, man. <laughs> right now, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so uh, shout out to Dustin. But you know what? So he's our first guy. We're gonna get in there. We're gonna get a bunch of his pies on. Uh, I don't know when this is gonna air. So we're gonna get a bunch of his pies in shortly. 
and they'll be. Uh, <laughs> they might already be there. They might already be there. So, oh, this is happening soon. You guys are collaborating, and it's gonna roll ahead. It's, it's happening tomorrow. We, oh, yeah. seriously? Yeah, you can cut this part out, but it's happening tomorrow. Wow, that's pretty cool. Tell yeah. anybody we work fast. No, but that's w- good. Well, we, but the first time we talked was what, like a year ago? A year ago, and we were. It's a good step. I think yeah. we were we were still working our main jobs. Yes. So we we hadn't even quit our our regular job. And in a year, and you quit your regular jobs. Yes. And moved into your own place. That's right. Not bad. Don't jinx yeah. it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty cool. I'm proud of you guys. Thank um, you. Let's give people some basic information. Okay, so if you'd like to sign up, go check out www.prairiebox.com, P-R-A-I-R-I-E-B-O-X.com. I I read that off Brandon's shirt. Nice. Um, Wrinkly shirt. Yeah, and uh, you can also email us, info at prairiebox.com, if you have any more questions. But if you're ready to just get started, go to prairiebox.com and click the blue button that says Get Started. That's all. It'll ask you how many meals you want a week. It'll ask you for your address, your payment info, and boom, you're done. And then we'll deliver it to you the Sunday or the Monday, whichever you prefer. By all means, come visit us, 1549 Grant Avenue. Uh, we're open 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. You guys are there at 9 to 5. You too? Yep. Wow. Working we were, to we were good. Yeah. <laughs> so no more Bergen. Hey, I'm on the beach today hanging yeah, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> That is a big step. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool, guys. That's really good. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's taking no more, a lot of work. No more in the corner of the coffee shop. <laughs> Just eight hours getting judged by. The, by the, by the like, look at these two losers. They even have jobs. Come on, let's go. We're just hiding from our wives. Yeah, he's hiding because he doesn't want to do any more Taibo or whatever. Yeah. Like, she like the fitness queen. She's crazy. <laughs> she is. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. No, that's thanks for coming by, guys. Thanks for having us, man. Thank we you. Really appreciate it. It's cool. Always good to talk to my homeboys, Brandon and Lewis from Prairie Box, and my new homeboy, Justin Guest from Brown Social House. That's it for the main ingredient today. I'm Kevin Bergen. I'll talk to you next week here on 680 CJOB.